taking those bold steps like you just said where you just sent the email you know what's the worst that can happen they're not yeah. going to hit reply the best they're going to hit reply yeah. and it's about exercising that muscle of yeah. always taking the step right so even if you can start by exercising that muscle that's a big step towards building whatever you want to build hi everyone my name is sujani sivanantaraja i am the founder of ph spot and you are listening to the public health insight podcast before we move on it is important to note that the views expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent any of the organizations we work for or are affiliated with. You're listening to the Public Health Insight Podcast, your go-to space for all things public health and global health, from the sustainable development goals to the social determinants of health, as well as interesting dialogues about the diverse career opportunities that exist in these fields. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so other people like you can benefit from our content. Are you ready for a little rapid fire, Sujani? Oh gosh, okay. I'll just say my brain isn't firing as fast as it should, uh, <laughs> just being on maternity leave, but let's see how I do. <laughs> Alrighty, so welcome to our rapid fire segment called Insight Blitz, where we'll be asking you questions or read a statement and you'll provide a brief response. Let's begin. Okay, so... What is your favorite way to stay up to date with public health news? Ooh, Instagram right now, I think. Instagram and LinkedIn. Name one of the most influential books you've read. What I Wish I Knew When I Was 20. Okay. Who's the, who's the author? I don't know. She's a Stanford you know. prof and it was, I know I'm not supposed to explain, but it was the book that got me into thinking like entrepreneurially. So that's why I like oh, it. Okay. All right. We'll find it and link yeah. it. No, okay. you could do a little bit of a brief explanation. Okay. Don't worry. Whatever you feel good <laughs> with. What is your favorite thing to do in your spare time? Um, just sit around and hug my 10-month-old baby. <laughs> I love it. List some important traits of being a leader in public health. Um, hmm. I think compassion. You mentioned in previous pieces that Saskatchewan helped shape the person you are today. What are what is one of the most memorable moments for you in Saskatchewan? Maybe I'm gonna have to correct you and say Saskatchewan. That's what. Saskatchewan. So, yeah, so that's how oh. people knew that I was from Ontario or not from Saskatchewan, is I would say Saskatchewan. I didn't like, even realize there was a difference. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, so you're not from here. Where are you from? <laughs> it's like Toronto. Oh, you got found out. It's like Sean. Toronto. Exactly. Toronto and Toronto. <laughs> One of my most... Okay, so this is... It's probably because I had never moved out from home that it was one of my most memorable and kind of shaped me for who I am. I was a homebody. I kind of went to undergrad from home and it was the first time I had moved out from like home. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest reason. Cool. How do you stay motivated? Podcast episodes of like a lot of business podcasts, but I think mm -hmm. the one that, you know, a lot of like female entrepreneurs, those are the ones, female people of color, kind of people that I really connect with um, and who are in the business space. Those are the ones that really keep me motivated. Okay. And the last question on your podcast, PH Spotlight, you have interviewed a bunch of different guests, including myself. <laughs> are there any themes or patterns that stood out to you through interviewing all these amazing people? 
everyone is so nice, right? Like, yeah, I think my success rate for when I ask someone to come on the podcast has been close to 100. And people say that's kind of unheard of for podcast reach outs, right? And I think it kind of is a testament to the people that make up the public health workforce. We're always wanting to give back. We are open to mentorship. We are wanting to share our successes, our experiences, like whatever it is. And I think, yeah, that's what I've learned. Just everyone is so kind and so enthusiastic about the work they do. And I love it. Everyone but Gordon has, says, has said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Gordon said a preliminary was, yes. So I, was still quiet. I was keeping quiet for that one. <laughs> he's agreed. He's agreed. Yeah, he's agreed. Yeah, we don't want to mess up that. We don't want to mess up that stat, Gordon. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I won't live this way. <laughs> All right, let, let's shift gears, Gordon. Off to you. Yeah. So no, this has been an amazing discussion, and your passion for sharing what you've learned to help other people is something that I think has stood out before I met you through this podcast and now as we're having this conversation. So you've talked to us about how you ended up where you are in your career through our lovely Google Maps. Mm -hmm. But we want to know for Google mapping for other people. So helping to build the dream career of other people or giving them the resources and tools that enable them to do that. But what does building a dream career in public health even mean? What do you mean when you say that? Yeah. So, you know, there was this like idea in my head when I graduated that I would get this one job, then move up that like corporate ladder, if you will. I don't know if corporate ladder is fitting for public health, but, you know, you, you want to become a manager, then a director and, and so on. And I think soon I realized that just this one job was not fitting for me. And part of the reason, you know, PH Spot was born. I started a not-for-profit organization. I love to volunteer. I like to mentor. And I think all of those come together to define my career. And through conversations with people, I think a lot of people also, I think, are similar where their career is not just the one job that they go to from nine to five, right? Um, So for me, it's kind of, you know, your dream public health career. At first, I was saying, you know, PH1 is going to help you build your public health career. And then we added the word dream because I think there's like these great aspirations that we have in public health. And it's really about that. It's about like making you have the confidence to say like, yes, I can achieve those things. And kind of, you know, just a reflection of like my eight or 10 years in public health so far and knowing that at times there were different things that were important to me. And, you know, a lot of people when they first graduate, it's money, right? You want to make sure you can land a job that can help pay your bills, your student loans, and that's okay. And I think money is another topic that we don't talk about in in public health too much. And it's okay to need a salary that is going to pay for everything that you need to, whether that's taking care of your family or paying off your student loans. And that's important, right? So what I came down to realizing is that there were these kind of like four components of building your dream career. There's obviously your core values that you kind of connect with and they evolve as you grow as a person, you experience life, um, things happen to you, for you. And then there are your needs, which are equally important, right? 
maybe money is super important in the first decade of your career and then you kind of have a good safety net and, and a good um, savings and you could start thinking about, okay, maybe I want to explore and think about different opportunities I can uh, kind of get involved in. And so the priority for kind of the needs in your career go down. And then there's things like strengths and interests. I'm realizing what my strengths are. I think it took me a number of years to figure that out. And so really understanding what your strengths are. I, I, there's different ways to do that. Like Strengths Finders is one of them. There's so many different assessments that you could do. I did Strengths Finders like way before, I think when I first started my first job 10 years ago. And Sorry, then, what's Strengths Finder? You answer a bunch of questions and it maps oh, like out where your strengths okay. are. Yeah. And so it, it, it tells you kind of like your top five strengths and mm. I think now I have the maturity and the experience to really understand what those are and reflect back and say, okay, this is why I thrived in these roles and this is why I enjoyed those roles because I was really working in my strengths. And I think that's another important component of kind of this like, I call it your compass, right? So you have your core values, your needs, your strengths, and then your interests. Um, at the beginning, maybe you just want to try a bunch of different things out and you really don't know what your interest is. Um, or you really just need to stay close to home, make some money, pay off your student loan, and then you can start exploring your interests and your strengths. Um, so, you know, you building your dream career is really like being bold, confident about knowing what your career aspirations are, what you want to do with your life. And it's about putting you in the center of it, knowing that you're career is unique to yourself and um, being bold about just going after your goals. And it's not just this one nine to five job. It's so many other things. Mm, I like what you said there. Sometimes the expectation is that you'll get complete fulfillment from that one job that you're doing at this one place. But you're saying a career is so much more holistic than Mm -hmm. that in terms of the overall contributions you can make through a variety of different capacities and then in turn the fulfillment that you get because in one particular role you might not be able to get everything out of it that you're interested in and you might not be able to pour all of your strengths in it but if you look for other ways to do it such as starting ph spot such as starting public health insight it allows you to even do your job better because you're not you feel fulfilled you feel like you're able to exercise the things that you're good at even if it's not in one thing Yeah. And, you know, that reminds me, uh, LaShawn, you were a speaker in our career program. And I think that last slide, when you were talking about your journey, you had a Mm -hmm. whole bunch of things listed out, right? Like I'm a podcaster, I'm Mm -hmm. a global health researcher, or I might not have gotten that right. But I remember there's like 10 things on there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could look at that and say, like, I really need to figure out what I like. Or you can take that and say, like, this is who I am, these 10 things. And this is my career and this is where I find joy is on the weekends doing a podcast, you know, maybe nine to five, I do this other job. Then I volunteer for a little bit. Then I connect with people. Then I want to go and do another degree or a certification. And it's, it's all about like building you as a person. And, you know, your family also plays a role in that. Your wellness plays a role in that. And I think it's that exactly like you said, Gordon, the holistic kind of picture of what it is that you want to do with your life. Um, I'm not someone who can see like work and life as separate. I see them kind of as one unit as you as the individual. And I, and that's what I wanted to communicate through this like concept of your dream public health career. Mm -hmm. 
And I like that the compass fits nice with the Google Maps. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Even though we didn't plan no. that, I promise we didn't plan yeah. it out. It just happened. What I like about the compass as well is, and you kind of alluded to this, is your core values, your needs, your strengths and interests, they develop over time. So, so Johnny graduating out of MPH program, those kind of values, needs, strengths, and interests are going to be very different than five years down the road to Johnny, who's, you know, more mature, has more experience and has different interests, whether it's different family needs or different just personal interests. So mm-hmm. I like that dynamic nature of and overall thought of this compass in that it's a, a reflection process and it's a it's a dynamic framework that you've created here. Exactly. Yeah. And like you can add to that all the things happening in the world, right? Like. Yeah. When, when things are put front and center and you're forced to kind of assess your belief on certain things, I think that also shapes you as a person and and, and the components are going to start shifting. Um, and it's okay, right? Like it's okay that maybe your, your, your needs are going to shift this year and they're going to come back to what they used to be a few years ago. So I think that's that's the message that I was trying to get through that is that it's okay that the four components of your compass kind of take up more space than another at different seasons of your life. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're encouraging us to rethink, <laughs> right, Lashai? Oh, yeah, rethinking is amazing. Your, your favorite Adam Grant? Adam Grant's the best. Everyone read Think Again. It's the best okay. book. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to add that to my list. It's the best book. Such a great book. I want to dig a bit deeper into what you said, and I think this is important, especially people up and coming in public health is they look at other people around them, seeing the amazing things they do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they they might think that you need to follow the exact same path to get to where they are. Is that something that's true? Or is there flexibility in, in how to get to a similar type of position in public health? Yeah, I think, you know, you have to you have to think about who you are as an individual. I certainly find inspiration in other people's paths like I'll go on LinkedIn and and see what someone like my background has done and take a little bit of inspiration from this person and that person Um, maybe you know in the first few years of your life you think I want to model my career path exactly the way Gordon has right like I have similar interests let me do what he's done (laughs) and then you know you you then experience life things happen and you want to like just take a bit of a, a step towards the right and a bit towards the left. So, yeah. you know, as much as you can start by saying, okay, I want to model it with this person in mind, um, I'm pretty sure things are going to change a little bit and you're going to pivot here and there. Um, like, LaShawn, you you moved overseas for some of your internship roles, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. someone might look at that and say, yeah, like I want to go explore different parts of the world and work in public health there. And you decided to come back, but somebody else might go there and think, this is amazing. I don't know why LaShawn came back. I'm not following <laughs> his path anymore. So, yeah, I think it's okay to find inspiration from people uh, because, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. So you start somewhere and then from there, you know, always like reflecting and thinking about what is it that means a lot to you? What's going to bring you joy? Because like we spend a lot of time at work. So you wanted to inspire you. You wanted to bring you joy. You want to have fun doing the things that you're doing and and spending all that time. Absolutely. And I think all this that you're talking about in terms of building your dream career, giving your advice, talking about this framework that you created ties into the PH Spots career program that you've also alluded to earlier Mm -hmm. in the conversation. 
can you tell us a bit about some of the highlights of the program and what 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 do you do in the program? Yeah, so this program has been probably like five years in the making in my head. Um, five years? Yeah, five years. Only because I did not know what the solution was. And so when people sign up to our newsletter, I'll send them like an intro um, and it's automated. And, you know, I encouraged them in the early days to write back. I still encourage them to write back. And I have written back to every single person who has written to us telling me about their journey. And so the one pattern that I kept seeing over and over again was I really need help and guidance in how to build my public health career, right? So I thought about that and, you know, I, I really didn't know how to like find a solution for that other than providing inspiration through the blog and the podcast. And so I just kind of kept doing that. And then this year when I was kind of taking a bit of a break with pH spot once my son was born, really like thought about that question quite a bit whenever I had the time. Um, and then this idea of this career program came about just thinking about kind of how other industry has approached this problem and like different solutions they've had. Um, so the career program, we like, again, went back to the community, asked them, what is it that like specifically you need support with? Use that, built, built our outline, enrolled the first cohort as like our beta group, worked with them, uh, got a lot of feedback from them in terms of like, okay, what did you like? What didn't you like? Um, and really like how we set it up is we talk about this idea of what a dream career in public health means talk about like your growth mindset and how it's important when you're stepping into building your career, the fears that you have. So like a lot of the mindset stuff is what we start talking about. Then we also talk about your compass, really dive into the four components of your compass. And then talk about like, what is it that you have in mind for your career, right? Like the roadmap, put it all down on paper. Roadmap. Then we'll figure out how to get there, right? Let's just put it all down. Uh, so we do a bit of that. Then we like talk about one of my favorite topics, which is like building your network based on your vision. So we do that. We also do all the things that you need for a job, like resume interview and all that stuff. And we we get like live resumes done by a, a hiring manager and recruiter. So we it's it was the first one was a six week hands on program. So there was live sessions as well as self study components, and then got feedback from the group, modified it for the second cohort, again, collected some great feedback, great individuals. And then what I kept finding out through this program, I personally thought it would be a lot of students and new grads that would be kind of signing up for this. And to my surprise, it was actually people who were already working in public health. So yeah, it was, it was a good mix between like students, new grads, and uh, a little bit more than half were people working. And I think that's where it, like, I was thinking, okay, maybe it's this, I thought this was a problem for just new grads and students, but it's actually something that everyone can benefit from when they're kind of in the field working, um, trying to do some reflection for themselves. And the other thing people were missing is like this community, right? Like they wanted a community of like-minded individuals who saw their career as more than just the nine to five job. It really brought together people that were working towards similar things. And yeah, we had like great guest speakers like LaShawn came and, and talked about his career journey as inspiration for our cohort participants. And then we've actually paused. So we have a great wait list of individuals still interested. 
we've paused because I think there's still something there that's missing and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. And so I'm speaking again to the cohort one and two individuals, like hearing from them, like where did they see we could support more? What did they like? What did they not like? And I'm thinking like in the fall or the end of end of the year, we'll come up with some sort of like a, a solution. But I just don't think it's perfect the way we're, we're running it right now. So I'm always about like going back, evaluating, making sure we're listening to the people that have done it. And so, yeah, the career program is really like something, like I said, took me five years to figure out and I'm still figuring it out. But at the core of it, it's about helping you achieve the right mindset, helping you or, or like bringing the community together and then also giving you like the strategies in order to build the confidence to build your dream public health career. So it all goes back to that confidence building for your dream public health career. And then these kind of like three pieces of it is the mindset, the community and the strategies. Uh, I, I think the program is something a lot of people can benefit from no matter what stage of your career you're in. And I particularly like the the attention to continuing to hear back from the community and this iterative improvement that you keep. And it seems like you're taking meaningful time to listen to the community, pausing it for a bit, think about how to make it more accessible, how to add different components that the cohort one and cohort two were talking about. So for people who are planning to take this course in the future, it's just going to be a better and better product. So that's super exciting. How how can people find out more about the program, Sujani? Yeah, so right now, I think they can go to phspot.org slash program, if I have that right. It probably, I'm going to look it up as we talk, but I think it's probably like the old landing page. As I mentioned, we're still trying to figure out what it is that we need to do with this program and how to... I think the components of the like content of the program is going to be pretty much similar, but I think the way it's delivered is what we're trying to assess so that it does meet the needs of the people we are providing them with ongoing support. So I think there's that piece of community and ongoing support that we're hearing people want more of. So I think that's where I'm trying to figure out like what tech could enable that and, and how could we go about it. So yeah, if you go to phspot.org slash program, you should be able to add your name to the wait list. The kind of the, the landing page is probably not aligned with what exactly what I was explaining right now because it is the old one. But be sure that if you do put your name there, you will find out more when we uh, have more to share. We'll put the link in the description nice. as well. Yeah. No, I enjoyed what you said there about... And it just underscores... How much effort? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a it's lot of a, work. Yeah. You create an entire program. <laughs> yeah, It's a lot of work. It, the audience-driven quality improvement, like you can put a product out there, perhaps make some income, not really care about improving it, not care about feedback, but it's a lot of work to do it. So I admire that you recognize that it needs to be done mm-hmm. and you're going to do it however long it takes you to get it right so that's very refreshing to hear yeah and i and i think yeah for just going back to that question of public health entrepreneurship and and i don't know if we're talking about that bit more after this question but i think if if you have this like thing that's itching inside of you and you want to put it out there 
least for me, I'm not someone who was willing to like quit my full-time job and jump right into it. I think I, I needed the safety net of some sort of an income coming in. But I mean, if you're in a place where you can pause your nine to five job and go all in, like, I think if that's for you, that's great. But I think you can start just a little bit here and there, right? Like getting, getting whatever, if it's a website, the website up, whether you need to start talking to people, use a couple hours here and there in the mornings, in the evenings, on the weekends, just start somewhere. And I think you'll see it shape into what it is that you're kind of envisioning. Even if you don't have the full picture in your head, it's just start somewhere, take that first step. That's going to be the most difficult step. But after that, it's, it's going to be a snowball that'll just keep rolling. Wow. <laughs> Sean, you look no, I mean, like, it, it's so true. One of the biggest barriers is to just put yourself out there. And I found that to be a very difficult thing for me. And Sujani, we talked about this on your podcast, too, just mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. Oh, what are people going to say? Is this appropriate in the public health space? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I think, again, if you you have that passion and you chip away at it every day and yeah, I mean, everyone's situation is different. You don't have to leave your nine to five job or any type of employment that you have that's sustaining what you already have going on. But, you know, every day, put an hour, maybe 30 minutes towards developing a plan or to put your thoughts down. It really goes a long way and it gives you the confidence going forward to keep building on that. And I yeah. think that's the route Sajani, myself and Gordon also took. Yeah. We didn't build this in a day, right? It's it's taken years. Exactly. A lot of time. Still being built. Exactly. Still being built. Process improvement. There's a lot going on. So, yeah, it's it's a process. It's a huge yeah. process. With some degree, I mean, speaking for myself at least, with some degree of obsession. Yeah. Like oh, I'll, yeah. I'll lie down and stuff's turning <laughs> in my head. I remember the story, LaShawn, about when I emailed that there was a basketball player oh, that's involved yes, in like... Yes. Uh, uh, is it the football uh, player who's in public? No, no, Gasol. it was Paul Gasol played for the Lakers and wasn't his, him and his brother big in the advocating for, I think, diabetes care and stuff. Oh, nice. And I just woke up at like 3 a.m. and I was like, Paul Gasol. And I wrote an email <laughs> and say, can you come on? He didn't come, of course, or respond. But that's just how like I'm just obsessed with like I'm going for a walk and like I just pull up my phone, yeah, put an idea yeah. down. I, yeah. And it, it takes up your personal time. And because it doesn't feel like that, you have to be aware, especially if you're in a relationship like you're married, I'm married. <laughs> Sometimes my wife's like, can we watch a movie? <laughs> but it's fun. It's so much yeah. fun that it doesn't feel like it's, it's a passion to you, right? Passion. Yeah. And like taking those bold steps, like you just said, where you just sent the email. What's the worst that can happen? They're not yeah. going to hit reply. The best, they're going to hit reply. Yeah. And it's about exercising that muscle of yeah. always taking the step, right? So even if you can start by exercising that muscle, that's a big step towards building whatever you want to build. And, and to your point, LaShawn, like, we, yeah, we chatted about this on uh, when you came on our podcast. And yeah, sometimes you don't want to share what you're doing with your work for whatever reason. But mm-hmm. If you can keep your manager in the loop, I, I think that's something that I've done is yep. my managers knew what I was doing. And obviously having the maturity and the respect to say, okay, like I'm not going to use a work device. I'm not going to yeah. be working on work time. I'm not going to be using the resources. I think those yeah. are all fair. For sure. There's conflict of interest that you need to be mindful of. But I think at the center of it, you put yourself and say like, you put yourself at the center of this and say, what's going to bring me joy? Yeah. And just do it un- unapologetically. Like, who mm-hmm. cares what people are going to say, mm-hmm. right? If it's going to make you happy, if it's going to keep driving you, if it's going to make your life fulfilled, then do it. I think that's 
that's what I'm kind of gaining. At the beginning, I was a bit shy about talking about pH bar, and I don't know why. But now I think I'm I'm super proud of it. And if people want to say whatever they want to say, they'll say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this was a great conversation. You've inspired me. I'm going to probably bug LaShawn right after this to start a whole bunch of initiatives. Nice. We were talking about reducing scope before and just keep things sustainable. Now I want to throw that out and do everything again because you were so inspiring. Yeah, super energizing. Uh, so, Love it. So thanks for that. And LaShawn is going to bear the brunt of that. <laughs> so sorry, LaShawn. But I wanted to, as we start to wrap this up, to hear from you, I think it's super valuable as well for to have those teaching moments with people. Mm-hmm. So from your experience, I wanted to know what was the most impactful lesson that you've learned in your career thus far, whether it's through your journey in pH spot or through your through your career, formal career in public health. What was the most impactful thing that you've learned? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's in both. Yeah. You can pick. It's a good question. And I think a lot of different people's conversations come to mind. I have one mentor. His name is James Flint. And he was my first manager when I started my public health job. He has since moved back to Australia and we're still in touch, not as much as I'd like to, but he was always someone who was kind of pushing the status quo, right? Like he's also very entrepreneurial. So we used to chat a bit about Mm -hmm. it. And you can probably hear his story on our podcast where he like turned down a very you know, a job that was giving him the right compensation and, and it was permanent to just like fly across the world and go do something else, moved his entire family back to Australia, although he had spent a lot of time in Canada building his career. So he's taken some bold moves. And I think paired yeah. with that, I had Lawrence Lowe, the chief medical officer of health of Peel region here in Canada on the podcast. And, and something that he always says that comes to mind is that everything is reversible. So kind of just do it. And if it doesn't work out, mm. you can reverse it, right? That and then also I think just having the maturity to do a lot of self-reflection to say like, what is it that I enjoy? Where do I want to spend my time and energy? Mm-hmm. Who do I want to spend it with? Obviously, Gordon and LaShawn on a Saturday morning. <laughs> and just being very that. intentional about like yeah. where I'm using my energy and time and resources, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those lessons I probably learned with by, or from a whole bunch of different people, but James and Lawrence and probably some of the business podcasts la- that I listen to, yeah. uh, a lot of people have spoken about that as well. Awesome. And to wrap it all up, and we don't want to see you go, so I'm thinking of more questions <laughs> I can ask, but, but out of the sake of brevity and time, from your perspective and the audience listening what would be your take-home messages for them? What do you want them to know and take away from having listened to this conversation? Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it'll probably go back to that idea of like building your dream public health career and it's not just the job and putting yourself at the center of it, knowing what's going to make you happy, bring you joy, whether it's time spent with family or volunteering or working nine to five, building a company, whatever it is. And I think if you can just put yourself at the center of it and be kind of unapologetic and just do what makes you happy, I think that that's probably the take home message here. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Insight Podcast, your go-to space for informative conversations, inspiring community action. If you enjoy our podcast, 
be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. See you in the next one.